Blog Talk Radio. Big Sister Sandy. Yeah? Can you tell me a bedtime story, please? Yeah, I'll tell you a story. You gotta go get in the bed. You all touch this? Yeah, I'll touch it. Alright, I'm gonna tell you a story like Uncle Ricky told me. Okay. When people wore pajamas and they live like so The apple ain't far, far from the tree So a star was born in 93 They gave a few lines, she began to rock She spit a free throw, the homies gave a dab They say he like his daddy, swag is nice But girls stay humble, that's some good advice And in 07 she began to sing She got a little fame, now she living a dream Camera said he fashion like a movie scene Now she's standing on the stage while the fans all scream Still does she know life won't be the same Sometimes she wanna disappear like a day for another exciting hour of Infinite Love Talk Radio. We are your hosts, Doug and Jackie Christie. That's right, and you can join us live by calling us at 347-215-8305 or by joining our chat room throughout the show. Yes, love, and today, everybody, we are discussing sleep deprivation and what it means to your health. Sleep deprivation is rampant, especially nowadays. A large portion of the problem is due to the high-paced lifestyle that we are all living, causing the lack of time to get the sleep that we need. The other reason people are so sleep-deprived is due to sleep disorders. Most people are unaware they have them, as well as most of their physicians. That is right, babe. And I would say, what is sleep debt? When you do not get the sleep you need, you begin to build up a sleep debt. So if you're losing, let's say, one hour of sleep during the week, by Friday, you have a five-hour sleep debt. We usually make up, this, make up for this, though, by sleeping in on Saturday and Sunday. 
it we can do make that a lot, don't we? Oh, no question, because you, you, you know you run yourself, you run yourself hard, working hard, and then on Saturdays and Sundays usually you try to sleep in. But nowadays work never really stops, babe, so you're always, always working. And it can make for a dangerous Friday night if a person is driving and has a sleep debt, especially if they have had alcohol on top of that. Sleep oh. debt is caused by not having enough time to get the sleep you need. Or it's also due, babe, to a sleep disorder which disrupts your sleep. Now, you know what? That I can agree with because sleep disorders, I think we all face them. Like sometimes you could have a lot to do and you try to get it all done. You try to get to the end of your list by the end of the day when you go to sleep. And then all of a sudden you doze off, but then you wake up and you think about it. And that's happened to me quite often, especially lately when your plate is full already and you've got a lot of projects going at one time. And then you, you start thinking, should I get on the computer? It's 2 o'clock in the morning. Maybe I can get some work done. You know, it's usually when the rest of the world is asleep, and then you find yourself, you know, and I do this a lot, you just get the computer out and you say, okay, I'm just going to do one project, try to get it done to get ahead for tomorrow. Well, next thing you know, 5 o'clock rolls around, you hear the birds chirping, you glance up away from your computer, and it's daylight. My husband, of course, is knocked out. He's sleepy, he's happy, he's not getting sleep debts, but I've built up a whole bank load. I'm rich in sleep debt, y'all. So <laughs> I just want to say that I definitely identify with this problem, and I have my our children, oh, my God, I tell them all the time, you're baby insomniacs, just like your mom, because they don't sleep a lot either. And I think it's hereditary. I think that has a lot to do with this. So sleep disorders can come from a lot of different places, but I just wanted to share that little bit with you guys. And, you know, right now, how much sleep do we actually need? Okay. Please tell me. <laughs> we need enough good quality sleep to feel alert during the day, especially during the afternoon, okay? If you have a sleep debt, you will very you'll be very, very sleepy in the afternoon. You would definitely feel it. Then our circulation, you know, our it's actually called a circadian. You know, a lot of people might say it's circadian, but circadian pacemaker kicks in and makes us feel more alert early in the evening you know and that's a part of our body and i'm I'm not a scientist or a doctor but it's a part of our 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 brain i think that tells our body okay i'm rejuvenated and gives you a second win you know how people go i got a second win all of a sudden i'm at home and it's six o'clock in the evening i'm doing laundry and cleaning up and i just feel like i'm going to get a lot accomplished today before i go to bed well that's your second win and what happens when you sleep okay we're going to talk a little bit about that honey what happens when people sleep well, for me, I, I, when I'm sleeping, all of a sudden I feel that you, you can look at my eyes and see that uh, rapid eye. And oh, you, okay. you know I'm I'm totally knocked <laughs> out. But when you talk about I got the new sleep debt, baby, and that is drinking coffee after 5 o'clock, and when I lay down I'm irritated and I cannot make yeah, it. Yeah, you happen. don't want to do that. So that's definitely, you know, honey, that's right. When we sleep, okay, we wake up feeling refreshed and alert for our daily activities. That's when we go to sleep and we get some good rest. Sleep affects how we look, feel, and perform on a daily basis and can have a major, major impact on our overall quality of life, okay? To get the most out of your sleep, both quantity and quality, it's important. Teens need at least eight and a half hours, on the average nine and a fourth hours a night of uninterrupted sleep to leave their bodies and minds rejuvenated for the next day. And that next day is for them to learn and be able to operate you know, at, at a normal pace. If sleep is cut short, the body doesn't have time to complete all of the phases needed for muscle repair, memory consolidation, and release of hormones regarding growth and appetite, okay? And that will regulate your growth and appetite. Then we wake up less prepared to concentrate and make decisions, good decisions, or engage fully in school and social activities, okay? So go to sleep, deprivate, or go to sleep foundation 
dot org, and that is S L E E P F O U N D A T I O N. So www.sleepfoundation.org if you want more information on that. And they'll talk about adults, kids, teenagers, everybody. I think they use teens as a general, um, just to kind of give you an idea of what kind of amounts of sleep that we do need. Yeah, I, I think that's big, baby, because especially with the, the younger generation, teens mm-hmm. and kids have to get their sleep because, like we're saying, you are growing. And during that time, you have to shut your body down so that your body can begin to grow and the sleep can really help you. But some of the effects of sleep deprivation, sleep deprivation can have serious effects on your health in the form of physical and mental impairments. Inadequate rest impairs our ability to think to handle stress, to maintain a healthy immune system, and to moderate our emotions. In fact, sleep is so important to our overall health that total sleep deprivation has been proven to be fatal. Lab rats, yes, babe, lab rats denied the chance to rest have died within two to three weeks. See, now that I can understand. A human that's woke for three weeks, yeah, you, you pretty much are gone. <laughs> There's no way. I, I mean, I can do a day. But that next day, you know it hits about 3 o'clock, and then you, you all of a sudden become loopy, and you're really not understanding what's going on. And it's not good to do that to yourself, period, because you just feel, I think it slows down your productivity. You don't come up with great ideas. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, you're not as productive as you was when you rested. Have you ever, like, well, I know you have, but if you if you got good rest, you guys out there, and I see the phone lines is definitely lighting up, you could jump right into the conversation anytime. And um, I do want to take this time to do the announcement. You can call us at 347-215-8305 throughout the show and jump in at any time. But if you wake up and you've had good sleep, you just feel like you can conquer the world. You can do all kinds of stuff. It could be 7 in the morning and you've got a list out and you're just accomplishing things. You're making calls. You're you know, handling all your business and stuff, and by noon, you've gotten most of the things off your list done. But stay up all night. I can tell you right now, (laughs) 7 in the morning, you're going to be sitting there staring out the window trying to figure out when to get started because your body is just slow. Everything's slow. You know, one thing, baby, that a lot of people can do is take naps. And when I say a nap, I'm not saying an hour because Mm -hmm. if you get into that hour or longer, all of a sudden your body thinks it's going to shut down, and when you wake up, you even feel more groggy. I'm talking like 15 to 30 minutes, a quick nap rejuvenates the body. You wake up, you'll feel fantastic. And the older you get, if you try to get one during the midday, it'll take you right into the evening time, and by the time it's time to lay down, you'll really start digging into that debt and start feeling a lot better about yourself. Oh, a lot better. And and you know what else, honey? Without adequate rest, the, ba- the brain's ability. And today, you guys, as you can see, I'm tired. I have sleep deprivation today. <laughs> and so if you hear loopiness, understand that I was up all night last night and then woke up early today trying to get things done. And um, due to some personal family issues that we have going on with some members of our family trying to take care of things for them, it's, it's causing us to have this sleep deprivation. So just ignore any kind of um, fumbling and stuff we do in our words today. I'm putting you in it, honey. I oh, should. that's wrong. It's just that's me. <laughs> it's just me. But um, without adequate rest, the brain's ability to function quickly deteriorates. The brain works harder to counteract sleep deprivation effects but operates less effectively. So even though you think you're getting it done, you're on a lesser, you're you're being less effective. Um, Concentration levels drop and memory becomes impaired. That is the truth. If you're sleep deprived and you try to remember a phone number that you've always known, it's very, very, it's kind of peculiar, but you can't remember the number. And if it's something like your own phone number, that's different. But all of a sudden, your, your brain is just slower. So 
as you're sleeping, it really does rejuvenate. I truly believe that. Similarly, the brain's ability to problem-solve is greatly impaired as well. Decision-making abilities are compromised, and the brain falls into rigid thought patterns that make it difficult to generate new problem-solving ideas, and that's the truth. And we did our, our, our um, due diligence, and we did our research, and it is true across the board. Insufficient rest can also cause people to have hallucinations, and here are some other types of effects that sleep deprivation can include. What are they, baby? You can have depression, heart disease, hypertension, irritability, slower reaction time, slurred peach, excuse me, slurred See, I speech. told you, you got the deprivation <laughs> with me. That's wrong. Slurred speech, tremors, and you know one also, babe, is stress because of all of these things. It's harder to deal with certain situations, but all of a sudden on a day-to-day basis, you're tired and you become more stressful. Well, let me tell you this. I totally agree with you because have you noticed that when people are – sleep deprived they they're agitated Mm -hmm. and you're like well did you not get any rest last night excuse me see and the weird thing with me is i've been sleep deprived so long that i'm normal i don't get (laughs) agitated with people (laughs) no really i'm not i'm serious i don't get agitated with people when i'm sleep deprived i get agitated with people when they get agitated with me see there's a difference Uh, but if they're nice to me i'll be sleepy as heck standing there in front of okay let me put this in the mail to to this city thank you i might be loopy as heck but i'm not agitated now when they snap at me then i remember i'm sleep deprived and then i get upset do you not want your job that's how i respond that's wrong (laughs) so please everybody out there make sure you get your rest even if it's only six hours a day that's it will right. yes baby it will help you feel better and be more mentally alert as well as your overall health will be much much greater believe us i'm telling much you much greater you guys much greater and you know sleep deprivation we really 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 i just want to touch on a couple points before we close out this segment because it is very important that you understand that it will cause will cause your brain to not be as effective you could also have hallucinations depression Depression, I should say, heart disease, hypertension, irritability, slower reaction times, and that one's really important when driving is the slower reaction times. You could have slurred speech, like I'm having right now, or (laughs) tremors, and the tremors are not cool. Oh, my God. If you have sleep deprivation, go get a cup of coffee and watch what kind of tremors you're going to suffer. And don't get an extra shot in there. It's really going to show you. And your the tremors is when your hands are shaking and you're trying to put a stamp on a piece of mail and you're in your 20s or 30s and you're going, I shouldn't be shaking like this. Well, that's what tremors are. And it's not a very, very um, good thing to be going through. On top of it, makes you feel rushed when you're sleep deprived because you're trying to compensate for being loopy. And lastly, if you want more information about sleep Deprivation, go to www.sleepfoundation.org. Again, that's www.sleepfoundation.org. And we will be going right on into our hot topics. Oh, I'm sorry, baby. I was sleeping. Oh, my God. Uh, in see, our you hot topics. See how he be doing? <laughs> <laughs> he was Marion <laughs> Jones is released from prison. According to the Associated Press, former Olympic sprinter Marion Jones was released from prison today after serving a majority of her six-month sentence for lying about her steroid use 
and a check fraud scandal. Jones left the San Antonio halfway house this morning and is probably on her way to Austin, Texas, where she has a home. According to LaTanya Robinson, a community corrections manager for the Federal Bureau of Prisons, Jones will remain on probation. Basically. Well, that's really sad to hear, but, you know, because you know, I really hate that she did take this stuff, but I do admire her for being able to be honest and stepping to the plate, even if it was a lot later than it should have been, and admitting her wrongs and at, at least showing the, the future generations and, and other um, Olympians and athletes and people that have won, knowing that they probably should turn in their medals if they have done that. It's good she did the right thing. She faced her um, punishment, and now she's back, and hopefully she can start a new life. It says that's what she wants to do is get her life back and get in shape, and I pray for her to, to be able to do just that. Yeah, I think I think it will happen, baby. I mean, when you win an Olympic gold and you do those types of things, you have so much information that you can pass on to the younger, younger generation that hopefully she goes out and maybe teaches some girls or even guys track and, and different things like that because you, you know she has uh, a bunch of knowledge that she can share. Definitely, and just because she took the steroids doesn't mean she's not a qualified athlete that can teach. So that's a good way to do it and, and you know, maybe go out and speak to people too, huh? Use that, use that to go and say, look what I did, look at the mistakes I made, and I don't want you to make the same ones. And even talk to people in prison in different places and show them how to get out and keep it positive and move forward. Um, next we got Oprah denies shutting out Palin. Um, Palin would be the vice president um, nominated by Senator John McCain, and it's his running mate, and they're saying um, there was some rumors out that Oprah Winfrey was shutting her out. And it's according to Fox News, Oprah is pushing back on a report posted Tuesday on the Drudge Report that she strongly opposes booking Republican vice presidential nominee Sarah Palin. There has been absolutely no discussion, Winfrey said via press release, about having Sarah Palin on my show. Winfrey reiterated that when she publicly endorsed Barack Obama on the Larry King show, she made a decision not to have any guests on her show that would use it as a platform. Winfrey expressed interest in having Palin on, on after the campaign, which is very um, fair, I think, and it, it does kind of start making Oprah Winfrey's show seem like a, a – um, debate type of thing if she starts having them all on there, don't you think, honey? Yeah, I do. I think that since she kind of, you know, put the hat in as far as the Democrat, now she's probably going to stay in that realm because most, I would say, Republicans probably aren't going to have Democrats on to, you know, give them the platform to do better and maybe win the nomination. So uh, I, I agree with you, babe. I think that, uh, you know, maybe down the line, but not right mm -hmm. now. That's right. That's right. And moving on, if you like new things, you can spend a night in a jumbo jet without leaving the ground. That is right. You can stay the night in a jumbo jet without leaving the ground. In two 2008, now we're looking at December, Stockholm Airport will be the home to the first Boeing 747 hotel in the world. This 747-200 was built in 1976 and is currently being converted into a 25-room hotel with three beds per room. Each room features a flat-screen TV, wireless internet access, and a shared shower and toilet facility. The upper deck, though, of this 747 has several more luxurious rooms with their own bathroom facilities. For the ultimate in overnight luxur uh, luxury, 
you Be, will be deprived, y'all. No, that is wrong. <laughs> that is that that is very wrong. You, if you want luxury, you will be able to also stay the night in the cockpit where you what? can en- yes, you can enjoy a fantastic view of the air traffic at Stockholm Airport. In addition to the 747 conversion, the developers are also building a restaurant and an excursion area where the visitors will be allowed to walk out. Now, listen to this, babe. They will be allowed to walk out on the wing of the jumbo jet with the possibility, (laughs) you, you know, with the possibility or the exception of working for the airline or leaving the plane on emergency, this will be the only time that you will ever be able to walk out on the wing of a jumbo jet. Wow, that's amazing. That that's going to be interesting. I think that's more of a publicity stunt because I wouldn't want to be standing in an airplane with 25 other rooms with shared facilities. It's just not enough room unless it's a jumbo jet that they're going to expand and give 25 feet each direction on the sides and make it wider. Otherwise, I would feel a little claustrophobic. And if a fire or something broke out, I haven't heard anything about safety tips and ways that they're going to get them out of there. So if they're talking about jumping out of them little doors, Onto the ground, that's not going to work. So I would need to see a little bit more. But this is very, this is a good hot topic. I really like to look into that more, everybody, and uh, check it out. Um, next, we got something really good for you guys, and this one's really big. It's a, it's a little girl that we all know. Her name is Shani, and her new book titled "I Want to Live" is out on September 10th, 2008. We are happy to announce. Okay, and we want you to know you can get it everywhere books are sold. You can also go to Amazon.com and put in books, and then next to it put Chantel Christie, and you'll see the cover and all the information on it. You can pre-order it. It is a fabulous book. She's a very talented writer, and we're not just saying that because she's our daughter. We're saying it because she's making a difference, you guys. She's a, she's a youth that wants to make a difference, and she all of her proceeds will be going to her foundation to fight HIV and AIDS and also to help kids that's uh, stricken with poverty. So we just wanted to let you know that it's for a great cause and it is a wonderful book and all ages can enjoy it. I can't wait to get my copy. Can I get one, please? <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. And moving on, ex Lyman found dead in Manhattan, New York. Dick uh-huh. Ender, an offensive lineman who played eight NFL seasons after starring at the University of Minnesota in the 60s, was unfortunately found dead in his Manhattan apartment, and he was only 60 years old, babe. Our prayers go out to him and his family. Now, that's sad. I just do not understand. A lot of these older guys are not older. Actually, they're young in their 60s are doing these exercises, and it seems like they're, this is like the second or third person this year next to their treadmill. So I don't know if it's now that they're starting a, a rigorous exercise routine and it's too much for them. So we just want to say on our show, and this is a disclaimer, we're not doctors, but definitely get checked out by your doctor before starting anything like that, no matter what your age is, so that you don't go do that. Because, see, sometimes I want to just, like, get on the treadmill and run five miles like my husband does, but I know that I probably couldn't handle that. So I get on and I walk. A mile, and that's no. enough for me. So uh, don't can, overdo do it. it. At your pace. That's, that's right. Or do it, at, like my husband said, at your pace. You can do that. Um, but we are, you know, prayers go out to him and his family for sure. Um, next we got Stand Up to Cancer Telethon. If you have heard about it, it's a lot of celebrities that was bringing attention and awareness to cancer, and they had a telethon, and they took over the networks. Los Angeles Associated Press is reporting 
that three television networks, cancer research advocates, and more than 60 celebrities from music, sports, TV, and film made history Friday night with a live telethon that aired simultaneously on NBC, ABC, and CBS, which wow. is great, you guys. They had Jack Black, Jennifer Aniston, Halle Berry, and Canoe Reeves, along with presidential nominees John McCain and Barack Obama were among the stars participating in Stand Up to Cancer, an hour-long, commercial-free fundraising show. It was spearheaded by entertainment industry heavyweights whose lives have been touched by this disease. Cancer survivors Lance Armstrong and Elizabeth Edwards kicked off the program. And I want you guys to note that cancer kills 550,000 Americans and 6 million people worldwide each year. So, you know, as we fight, you know, HIV and AIDS and bringing awareness, especially to the African-American community, um, we really want you to, to look up. You can go on Google and just look up cancer and its causes and different organizations and foundations that fight it and try to get involved with that because that is something we can't forget about that one. That's another silent killer is cancer. You just, you know, there's so much going on, but us as a people, all of us out here worldwide should band together and try and do something because with all this technology, honey, wouldn't you agree that we're able to send people to the moon, we're able to build air planes were able to do things that before wasn't it wasn't even a thought we should be able to find some cures for a lot of these diseases that's out here and i think if we put our resources and brains and money and um, notoriety and everything else and you know to bring awareness to it we should be able to fight it what do you think i, I totally agree with you baby and this kind of brings back you remember the jerry lewis telethons they used to have and he mm-hmm. would get on and he would raise money this is kind of similar and it's fantastic and i think you probably need to do it for more diseases just than just cancer but that it's fantastic because we have to find something that can cure some of these diseases and save a lot of lives oh most definitely baby that's that's really true um in our love and romance segment you guys today we have a couple of things to share with you here's some questions that some of our listeners sent in and we want to answer them for them live on the air Uh-oh. the first one is <laughs> i want to ask my boyfriend to marry me is that looked at in a bad way by guys and what would you say honey you're a guy what would you think is that looked at in a bad way i would say no as long as it gets asked and okay. fellas the ladies are stepping up and making the move so uh babe are you gonna ask <laughs> me uh, right here on the air i mean can i you uh, well, I would, but only we've gotten married third times, but I would like thirteen times. But I'd like to say this, <laughs> Mr. Christie, would you be my husband for another twenty decades? I surely, surely will, my darling. Thank you. Thank you, honey. You are the bomb. <laughs> no, but it, really, it, it's not. I think that whoever asks it, as long as it gets asked, I think it's a beautiful thing, babe. Thank you. Um, the next one. I'm married, and my husband is always putting work first. How should I tell him to pay more attention to me? What do you think, Beth? I would say that she should probably, and I'm assuming this is she, and if even if not, um, I would say tell him that you would like to spend more time with him, but don't nag. Suggest ideas like how about on Friday we have, every Friday we spend 45 minutes or an hour, just us, you know, laughing, talking, watching your favorite program on TV, reading a book together, whatever, and start out small like that, 30 minutes, whatever. And, you know, another way to share share a lot of time with him if you're feeling lonely or like he's not paying much attention is see where you can help him. If he's working, I'm sure, and at home there's things you can do. Go out and ask him. If he's, you know, on his computer in his office, go in, honey, is there something I can do for you? How about I make you a cup of tea? What reports are you working on? Can I type some things for you? There's so many different things that, uh, you know, we as humans, we, we put on our plate and we put on our list, 
And just offering to help takes a big burden off the person because they may not even really know they need help. He may be a workaholic and he's going, I got to get this done. I got to get this done before I go to the office tomorrow. And by you offering to help would really, really, really be appreciated by him. So that's another way to spend time with him is get involved in what he is doing if he wants you to. Now, if you're in the way, do something else. Go cook dinner and then wait for him to get done. You know, go from there. Uh, I think that that is a great idea because, you know, there's paperwork, there's different things, and if you can help, that just cuts the time down. That That is an awesome suggestion, babe. <laughs> but obviously communication, uh, it doesn't sound romantic, but schedule some time, you know, and, and get a cutoff time maybe at nighttime where you're saying, okay, this is the time we're going to cut it off. So that kind of leads into time management. But uh, definitely communicate, and I think you'll be fine. Number number three, babe, is what is a good place to go on vacation if you want to have fun with your mate and your family? Now, these need to be both adult and kid-friendly. What what do you got there, baby? Um, I would have to say a good place would be um, go to Chuck E. Cheese, but that's not vacation. So that that's a day vacation. If you just you can't go and get on a flight and go anywhere because remember you're a workaholic, then you go to Chuck E. Cheese for an hour. But if seriously, if you want to go on vacation, I would definitely have to say Turks and Caicos is a great place to go. Wouldn't you say anything? I would, baby, and especially if you have kids because they have a all inclusive and you go and they cook dinner and everything. They have excursions, lots of stuff for the kids do uh, at the same time for the adults to do, or Hawaii is always a good one, babe. They have resorts with slides and all types of different things, so there's a lot of them out there. You just got to search and, and make it make sure it is kid-friendly because that makes it fun for everybody. Yeah, and when they say kid-friendly, what do they mean, like tour rides and stuff or just appropriate for kids? I, I would I would say a little bit of both, but, you know, some places don't have rides, but, you know, maybe if they have bike rentals and volleyball and basketball courts and tennis courts and different things that, you know, kids usually like to do athletic stuff or, or maybe even that they have a library, you can do some reading, just stuff that, you know, allow the kids to not think that, oh, I just have to sit in the room and not do anything. I want to play a little bit. So something for the kids is great. Okay, and then the fourth one and last one is thank you guys for sharing your beautiful marriage with all of us um, that are looking for this type of a relationship. And can you share with us five of your tips? Honey, where are they? Uh, I would say communication is a must. And also, you need to have patience and understanding because there sometimes will be ups and downs. Mm -hmm. You must also be committed to the relationship. Uh, Four, honesty is most important. And put your mate first, no selfishness allowed. And then I would like to also add respect yourself and your mate. Oh, okay, so you gave them a bonus. Uh, okay. I'm sorry, I had Six to. One, huh? Okay, well, I'm going to tell you guys, I see all the lines are lit up, and if you want to join in, jump right in the conversation. Um, just touching on that real quick because my husband was doing kind of fast because mm-hmm. I'm sleep-deprived, huh, honey? No, <laughs> that, that, was, that wasn't it. It just sounded, I was slurring. You were slurring? Okay. Uh, I think we have somebody on the line. I heard oh, a hello. Yeah. You guys want to say something? Jump in. Okay, see, I'm sleep deprived. I heard I him. I, I, could heard see, I could see all the phone numbers on here too, and they're all the lines are blocked, and there's people trying to call in. So if you don't want to, just chill and just listen to the show. That's cool too. Um, number one is communication, and communication means opening your mouth and talking with your mate or your friend or your girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever it is. 
you communicate with each other and you get whatever um, issues settled and solved. Or, you know, people as a human being, you just want to talk to somebody. And um, I'm a really busy person, so I don't really have a whole, whole bunch of, of girlfriends. I have a few that I've been friends with for a very long time. So my husband is like my best friend, so we talk a lot. And communication is a good outlet for everybody. So you want to have that patience. You want to have patience because it's not going to be easy. As my husband said, there will be ups and downs, but you got to be willing to work through them because anything worth having is worth fighting for. And then number three is be committed to the relationship. That means being committed means don't just, as soon as you get mad or they do something you don't like, just like, okay, that's it, I'm over, it's done. I'm Pack my stuff, give me my keys, I'm leaving. You want to be committed to being in the <laughs> Y'all married and talking about this? Who? Is that somebody on the phone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hello? Hello? Well, anyway, don't break my phone now. Hello? Yes, hi, my name is Denise. And I'm calling reference to daughter. Um, I think your daughter's name is Shani, and I went to her MySpace, and she is fantastic. And she sounds a little bit more when she raps. She sounds more like um, I was a young girl who, um, uh, Aaliyah. Oh. Sounds more like Aaliyah is fantastic. And what is her age? She's 15. Honey, what's your daughter's age? Until is 15 years old, she will be 16 just shortly here. Oh, no, she's trying to rush it, you guys. No, 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 it. no. She's trying to get that license. Oh, that's what she's trying to do. Too. Yes. We're, we're not having that, though. She'll be, she'll be um, 15 on, or 16 on June 1st of 2009. Thank you. Thank you very much. And then finally, rounding out our segment before we go into our other segment, Honesty. Honesty is most important. You have to be honest, and that's with yourself and others. And if you wake up and you're in a bad mood, don't project that on other people. I just, I have been waiting to share this with everyone out here. The worst thing possible to do in the morning is to not be in a good mood with a, around other people. Say, like, you go to work and you get there and everyone's in there, and then everyone comes up, hey, how you doing? Good morning. How you doing? And you're just standing there mad and upset. Just go in the bathroom and look in the mirror and talk to yourself and get in a better mindset because to start your day out, you want to start out on a positive note. Right, babe? Yes, no question. The, the <laughs> seed that you plant is going to be what you reap, and you plant it at the beginning of the day, so plant something positive, and by the end of the day, something positive is going to grow out of it. No question about Most it. definitely, and then quickly, we're going to run through our beauty and fashion before we hit sports. And my tips today is headbands for better skin care, like your forehead, because so, the winter's coming, and you know that's when a lot, especially African-American people, are going to need to put oils and gels and that sort of thing in, the, in their hair to keep it like they want it. you got to make sure you're using headbands headbands when you work out and stuff like that because it will come down, get on your forehead, and break you out. So headbands is one tip. And then secondly, vitamin E oil. That is great for dry, chapped lips. I know there's Carmex out there, there's Vaseline, there's all these other things, but I'd say vitamin E oil is the best possible one. After using Carmex for quite a long time, you will notice that you have even, like, more problems. So not not to say it's not a good product because it is, but every day it kind of can be harsh. So vitamin E oil is a natural substance, and you would really like it. Those are my two tips for today. Well, babe, my two tips, I'm going to start out with tweezers. And, yes, men, you need tweezers, especially as it starts getting a little bit colder. People usually grow a little bit more facial hair, so all of a sudden you're getting ingrown hairs. Get those tweezers and Mm -hmm. pluck those hairs out and keep your skin just oh so nice. 
Also, layer dressing, and this is another point for as the seasons change and the weather is getting a little bit chilly, but it's not all the way cold yet. You can put on the long sleeve shirt with a short sleeve shirt. If it gets a little hot, take one off, but you can keep it moving. Also, light sweaters with a T-shirt. You can take the light sweater off, tie it around your waist. There's a million different ways that you can go with it, but layer dressing, check it out and stay warm, but stay cool at the same time. That's that's really hot. Can can people layer dress their bottoms like jeans with long johns underneath them and a couple pairs of sweatpants or? Well, that <laughs> I I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I have seen sweatpants <laughs> with shorts over the top of them, but uh, you know, uh, boxer shorts are always a good thing. You know, you okay. can you can layer dress a little bit with with your bottoms. Too. So sweats is okay too. That's kind of in your case. No question. Okay, fantastic. And check it out. There we go, there we go. That music is letting us know that it is time for sports, and we want to welcome back the one and the only Wizzle. Wizzle, happy Saturday to you. How you doing out there? I'm enjoying this weather. It's a wonderful day. There you go. Well, we are talking NFL football because at this time of the year, everything is getting ready to jump off. Tomorrow will be day one. Football begins. Well, we had a game already, but but we're talking Sundays now. Now they're kind of plagiarizing it and putting football on every day, but we're talking Sundays. And before we jump into that, tell me about the name change, Ocho Cinco. Well, um, I don't know how his parents feel about it, but um, it's it's certainly cute. Um, I think it'll. I don't think there's a name that doesn't go with Ocho Ocho Cinco. I've been trying to put some together. Tyrone Ocho Cinco. Uh, I mean, you could the most Afrocentric or uh, uh, Thomas Ocho Cinco. It all sounds good to me. So uh, hey, we'll see what happens with it. I, I'd like to have one of his jerseys personally. There you go. We're going to have to pick one up. For, uh, for those of you who don't know, Chad Johnson has changed his name to Chad Ochocinco. All right. Looking at the NFL, Wizzle, the Giants, can they repeat? we got a retired stray hand, and we have uh, O.C. Humanura with a knee. He is out. So, I mean, when you're looking at the Giants' defense, you know that's how they won last year. They just attacked the quarterback. Can they repeat with those two big losses? Well, uh, definitely uh, it's going to be tough, but they've proven that they're a team that uh, can definitely uh, take challenges and, and come up on the on the positive side of them. So, uh, again, we can't judge too early. The teams have to judge, uh, gel together as far as defensively. Uh, you want a, a, a tight, cohesive unit, uh, but they are still a physical bunch. Um, they're well coached, obviously. And, um, again, it takes a lot of luck and to start – peaking at the right time so uh we'll see what happens right around the playoff time because you know definitely they're going to be a playoff team so uh they didn't look too bad against washington and uh we'll see what happens we'll see what happens i think they have a shot though okay now looking at their their opponent in the super bowl the patriots are the patriots done they go 16 and 0 during the regular season make it all the way to the super bowl they're looking at they're looking at immortality in the face with an undefeated season they have one loss and it just happens to be the super bowl are they done or do the patriots come back 
Well, I definitely think they're a team to be to reckon with, and and as a a coach and as a player, you that's you know pretty much all you can ask for. There are no guarantees that you're going to win it this year. Uh, you still have to go out and perform the work, regardless of what your roster states on paper. So uh, you know, with that being said, they have a chance. They got Tom Brady coming back. He'll be fresh. He's healthy. Uh, don't forget Randy Moss is still there. Still got a uh, uh, Wes Welker who had 112 receptions last year. So it's going to be you know an interesting season. I think uh, a little bit in the NFL. If anybody watches and pays attention, it's a copycat league. So things that were effective against New England that, that you saw in the Super Bowl, you'll see teams trying to mimic all year. So uh, we'll see what happens. It'll be an interesting challenge uh, and a coaching challenge for Belichick. Now, what about the San Diego? What do you what do you really think about them with all of the injuries that they had? The Chargers, uh, I mean, were a team that everybody thought, okay, here they are, they're going to make that next step. They fired their head coach, got a new one, had a fantastic uh, year last year, but they just seemed not to be able to get over that hump. Now you got Sean Merriman out with a knee. Philip Rivers left last year with a reconstructed knee. LT was out with a hyperextended knee, and Antonio Gates tied in with a dislocated toe. What do do you look for from the Chargers this year? Well, uh, definitely they have an experienced team. Uh, They're a well-coached team, obviously, because you've seen them go deep into the playoffs. Uh, A lot of the talent's back, and mix that in and filter that with new talent. Uh, Again, that's another team with a legitimate shot at at going and and trying to do everything. So, uh, you know, again, defensively, yeah, you, you have a big loss in the sense that you don't have a 150% 150% Marion, but, but he's going to be there and he's going to be in attendance, so uh, that's going to help him out a little bit. Uh, again, they, they're one of the teams that's going to be playing for the trophy, and again, that's all you can really ask for in the NFL because it's really physical. There's a lot of injuries, and, and if you have the personnel from the start, hey, we got we just got to go from there. Now, now keeping it in the Northwest, we we always got to to, to make a Seahawk comment. Seneca Wallace, obviously our backup quarterback, has been a backup quarterback now for three years. Uh, I believe a fantastic talent, so talented have you, that with uh, Deion Branch out, he is going to step in and play wide receiver. What do you think about Seneca Wallace stepping out there and catching some balls instead of throwing them? Well, uh, I I think it's a good idea if he had a a couple games – maybe a couple years ago where he had come out and it was like surprise plays, trick plays, and he's definitely a sure-handed guy. He's got a lot of speed. He's explosive, uh, has great agility, and he's been one of the the covered secrets in the NFL for quite some time as far as the people in Seattle have been considering it as him being, you know, probably the top number two quarterback coming off the bench in the league. So uh, he's really talented. Uh, again, I think it'll be a good challenge for him. And the, the extra bonus that comes with that is the, the willingness to move him to a wide receiver position speaks volumes about our third-string backup and, and the, the job that he's been able to do in, in terms of picking up the offense. And his name evades me right now. But uh, he's a really good quarterback. He steps in, he stays in the pocket, and he goes through his reads. It's almost identical to Hasselback. So uh, he's been cultured and, 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 and brought along the right way, and so we got a, a couple nice uh, options there. There you go. Well, everybody, as we go into week one, we're going to keep pace on the whistle and see what the whistle does. So starting it off, whistle, we got the New York Jets and the Miami Dolphins. Give us your pick. 
Well, you know what? This is going to be a better game than people think. Uh, Miami is uh, definitely a revamped franchise, and I think that uh, the Jets are definitely in the same type of life. They'll be heavily under the microscope this year, but i got to go with the Jets in this one. And uh, I think that uh, Brett is going to open the way he should, and I think that both quarterbacks will play well, but I think in the end the Jets will get the win. There you go. How about the Chicago Bears versus the Indianapolis Colts? What do you got there? Peyton's back. Uh, you know, obviously the stability at a, of a Peyton Manning at the quarterback position and the know-how and uh, the willingness to move his team uh, down the field uh, obviously poses a threat for the Bears. And uh, I don't know if the Bears offensively can compete. Now, defensively, they got a talented bunch. Uh, they do have a good good special teams, but uh, again, you got Peyton and and an offense that's fluttering, and I, I think uh, struggling to find its identity. So I'm gonna have to go with India in this one. There you go. Now we got Minnesota versus Green Bay, black and blue. What do you got there? You know what? This was gonna be a really good game, but hey, Minnesota is one of the deadly teams to look out for. They got a lot of young talent. They're extremely physical, big guys up front on the offensive line, as well as on the defensive side of the ball. And again, the defensive guys, they get after it, they're physical, and they got a lot of young speed out there. So, hey, I'm going to go with the Vikings in this one. And they're another team that's a sleeper who has the stuff that it takes to possibly uh, to make a push for the playoff and, and to, to make some noise in it. There you go. Uh, we got Denver, and they are – where are – no, excuse me. We got Kansas City and New England. What do you got there? I got to definitely go with uh, New England in this one. Uh, first of all, it's going to be a, a home opener, which is, doesn't suit well for the Chiefs. Um, but again, uh, I think uh, Herm Edwards will have an opportunity to, to root his guys and to pump them up and try to get them in there to perform and at least perform at a, at a, at a level that's consistent with trying to, to build something. We got to start moving in the right direction. If we're going to lose, we've got to lose the right way and get closer to winning and winning the right way. So I think this is going to be part of their uh, experience and their learning curve, if you will. There you go. Now, the Denver and Oakland. Raiders last year, 4-12, and 12, and Denver 7-9. and nine. Who do you got in that one? You know what? I really, really like some of the, the off-season moves uh, that Oakland's made. Uh, no disrespect to Denver. Uh, Jay Cutler's a, a nice young quarterback. Uh, obviously, Shanahan's a, a reputable coach, um, but I really like the talent. I like the addition of McFadden. Um, they also have a, a young man who used to run the ball for the University of Washington uh, a couple years back, and uh, wow, his name eludes me right now too. But uh, he's really effective. They have Farkas. Jamarcus Russell seems to have picked up the the offensive sets a little bit, and I think his professionalism is starting to show. So I have to go with Oakland, and I think they're a team that can you know, upset uh, uh, some, maybe some upper-tier teams this season. Okay. Now, how about Tampa and uh, one-year removed New Orleans club from the Super Bowl? Tampa New Orleans. Well, uh, I obviously have to go with New Orleans. Uh, I'm rooting for them, and I don't think there's a team in America that's not rooting 
for New Orleans, uh, just in terms of the area and, and the type of things they've been going through. Uh, but aside from that, when it, we're talking football, we're talking Reggie Bush looking to have a breakout year to prove a lot of skeptics wrong. The off-season addition of Jeremy Shockey was absolutely huge, and uh, I, I really like what they got going on down there. Don't forget Drew Brees is there. He's a steady quarterback and the type of quarterback that you need that can get you to that next level. So uh, I'm looking for New Orleans to make a big move this year and try to step their game up to be one of the elite teams in the NFL. There you go. Now Cincinnati and Ocho Cinco against the Baltimore Ravens. What do you got there? You know, and I, I think that the Ravens really, really have a physical squad. I, I like what they can do out on the field, but I just think that when it comes down to it, Carson Palmer is a, a surefire quarterback, and it's always a battle of, you know, who's going to be the one to steer the car and who's going to lead our team. And, you know, they've been – you know, Joe Flacco is going to be thrown into the driver's seat, and he's got some, some young talent and some, some components that he could use at, at his disposal around him. But still in all, I think that, that they will come up on the other side of the W this, this week. There you go. In a, in a great day one matchup, Jacksonville versus Tennessee. I think Jacksonville is going to, you know, go in and pretty much handle Tennessee. I think that they – took care of a lot of business last year, and Gerard uh, showed as, as a quarterback position his leading, uh, his ability to lead a team, um, his decision-making, if he's effective with his arm and with his body in terms of running the ball. And, and uh, you know, they look pretty good. So, uh, again, a, a physical set on defense, and uh, I look for him to take advantage of a Tennessee Titan team that has, has talent, but I just don't think that Vince Young is going to be – the, the captivator to, to take them over the top, not just yet. So I'm going with Jacksonville on that one. Okay. How about Carolina and San Diego? Got to go with Carolina. And I know it sounds crazy. I just really like how they looked in the preseason. Um, they've, again, out, uh, got some new talent. It looks like Mr. Julius Peppers is back. And so, uh, you know, I, I just look for them to play at a higher level than San Diego. It's not saying that San Diego is, uh, you know, is not a good team or if not better, but I just think that right now Carolina will come in and John Fox will have his club ready to get their win. Okay. How about Houston and Pittsburgh? This was a tough one I went back and forth on. Um, you know, I really like Pittsburgh. They got, uh, obviously, uh, they're well coached. Uh, they got an experienced quarterback in Roethlisberger and, uh, as well as additional talent and components as well at his disposal. But I really like Houston. I like Mario Williams. I like what they've been able to do with uh, their offense in terms of offseason acquisitions with young talent at the running back spots, fullback, tight end spots. Uh, I think that uh, the Texans will start making their run and, and trying to become a an established franchise. It's not – actually official yet. I think a lot of people don't realize when you go to Texas, there's a couple teams you got to play. And I think they're on their way to, to making some noise there. Okay. So I'm not... What about St. Louis, who hasn't really done anything in a couple of years, and Philadelphia, who was 500 at 8-8 eight eight last year? Well, again, we're talking about one of the elite teams in the, the Philadelphia Eagles in terms of, again, I, I can't emphasize it enough, a physical defense. Uh, you're going to get thumped when you touch the ball, and again, they're, so you look at the driver on the offensive side of things, they've 
Mr. McNabb, uh, he's looking to come back and, and have a, a good year and establish himself as, you know, one of the better quarterbacks in the league. And the intangible for the people who don't know is that it is contract year time. So we'll see what happens with it. But uh, obviously, I'm going to have to go with Mr. McNabb. Okay, Arizona and San Francisco. I got to go with my Cardinals in this one. There's no disrespect to San Francisco, but uh, the Cardinals have obviously they're like the breeding ground and for talent in the NFL it seems to be uh, over the past few years in terms of uh, skill positions on defense and and they can do that by acquiring the talent they do and the the, the way that they assess talent. So uh, I look for them to to come out in this one. And uh, Frisco, hey, I'm not knocking them. They're a good team. they got a good bunch. And there's a team that you can easily root for because they got a lot of talented guys over there. And they try to play the right way, and they have fun. And, it, and it's an entertaining style of uh, football that they play. So, But, uh, hey, they're not ready yet. Okay. Detroit and Atlanta, where you got there? Got to go with Detroit. A released running back comes to Detroit to help them out. Uh, you know, it's going to be – a great, great run for Detroit. I think a lot of people don't give uh, John Kittner the credit that he deserves. He is, in my opinion, a winner. I mean, uh, he maybe doesn't get the win, the big one, or hasn't got you to the big one, but the point still remains that he's a winner. He competes. He tries as hard as he can. He gives you everything he's got. And uh, the acquisition, the pickup of Rudy Johnson will really, really help him. So that's a potential 14, 1,400 yards coming in in the backfield, pending uh, his health this year. So uh, I think he drastically changes their team, and, and they have an identity now, which they haven't had have, have have for some time in the backfield. So I think Rudy Johnson will really help them out a lot. You are going, and what we are going to do is we're going to check the Wizzle's numbers out next week and see how he did last year. He was well above 500, which proves very well for all of the people who want to maybe gamble with their buddy out there on the weekends. But, Wizzle, as always, we thank you for your insight. Enjoy the day, and next week we will see you at the same time, same place. Three wings and a biscuit. I'm out. <laughs> okay, you guys, and to round out our show, we had a wonderful time. We wanted to put sports at the end today to give you guys a little special treat. So, signing off, you could hear a little bit of what's happening in the world of sports. I want to give you five tips right quick before we say goodbye um, on sleep deprivation. That is what our show was about. Um, turn off your phone at a designated time. Turn off your phone. Now, I should be taking my own advice here because my husband tells me on a daily basis, turn it off or I throw it out the window. <laughs> but don't throw it out the window because phones cost money, okay? None of us got money to be throwing out in the windows and stuff. So turn off your phone at a designated time. Set it for maybe 8 p.m., 7 p.m. But for business, I would shut it down at like 6 if you can. Um, number two, get at least eight hours of rest a night. If that means programming yourself to lay down at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock at night to make sure you get up in enough time for work or whatever you have that next day, make sure you do that. So get at least eight hours a day of sleep. Number three, try to darken your room as dark as you can possibly get it. That will help as well. I used to did not want to sleep, and I still have that problem. I don't like sleeping in a really, 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 really pitch dark room. But it does help you to relax because then you don't have any distractions, and it does it does something to make you more rest, um, more tired. Um, number four, 
exercise. It will help you to get tired. It will also help your body to feel better as well. So when you wake up rejuvenated from getting enough sleep, if you have exercised, you will also feel better too. That will um, help induce rest as well, exercising in the morning or sometime during the day or even before you go to bed. I know they say that's not a good idea because it can get your adrenaline flowing and that sort of thing, but I saw my husband do it. I've been able to witness that, and it doesn't affect his sleep at all. So um, definitely exercise. And then number five is set a time to shut off your TV. TVs are the culprit. And I remember reading a story a long time ago that Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith does not have a TV in their room because they said they, when it's time to go to sleep, it's time to go to sleep. So um, a lot of people actually have adopted that rule. We personally have a TV, but if you can, just turn your TV off at a certain time, and that way that will help you not be distracted as well. And maybe it's 9 o'clock. Every night at 9, you know that that TV's going off. Um, another thing that I didn't jot down, and this is an extra little bonus, warm milk or chamomile tea. Those are things that um, they say are natural remedies to help you to relax. Honey, you got any tips for them before we say goodbye? I surely do. The okay. new TV is the PC. Keep the PC out of your bed. Do not let your computer in your room. And also listen to your body. Your body will tell Definitely. you when it's time to go to sleep. If you listen to it, you'll be all right. Definitely. And I want to say again, you guys, we enjoyed you coming. Thank you so much for sharing another hour with us at our most favorite place to be on a Saturday at 5 p.m. And until next time, take care, our friends. Peace. Respect.
Thank you. 